Welcome back to Cycle Wisdom, where we empower women to restore natural cycles, to improve health, and promote fertility. I'm your host, Dr. Monica Minger, and I am so glad you are listening today. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety. Now, this is an under-recognized diagnosis, and many women suffer silently from this without knowing where to turn. The overwhelm of having a newborn that constantly needs your attention, and even the thought of trying to care for yourself during this difficult time, can seem incredibly overwhelming. Today, we're going to talk about what defines postpartum depression or anxiety, as well as how common it is, and review some appropriate treatment options to help you find the support that you need. So we're going to start off with a patient story of mine about Emily. Now, Emily had worked with us prior to her pregnancy and throughout that pregnancy because she suffered from low progesterone levels. She felt great throughout her pregnancy and went on to have a full-term pregnancy with a normal, spontaneous delivery of a beautiful, healthy baby girl, and she couldn't be happier. However, about a month after delivery, they came to see me for their baby's normal checkup, and Emily was noticeably distant. She sat in the corner the whole time, barely interacted with the baby, and didn't answer any of my questions about how the baby was feeding or sleeping. Her husband expressed concern that Emily was having a really hard time with bonding to the baby and wasn't wanting to get out of bed or interact with him or their older children either. Originally, they had just chalked it up to the baby blues, but things did not seem to be getting any better. They were very confused about how this very happy event could leave Emily so despondent, and they really didn't know where to turn, but they knew something needed to be done. Emily, her husband, and I talked through multiple different treatment options and agreed upon a plan going forward. Now, one of the mainstays of treatment that I frequently use for postpartum depression is progesterone supplementation. The medical training I've done through natural procreative technology, also known as NAPRO technology, has done numerous studies on the use of even a single dose of injectable progesterone for the treatment of postpartum depression. After reviewing other options for treatment as well, we arranged for Emily to receive the injection later that day. Now, we always have very close follow-up with this, so I called her back the next day. She answered the phone and she was crying with joy. She said to me, I feel like a cloud has lifted. I am about 80% better. I've been more interactive with my family and I'm able to enjoy the baby. I feel like I have more energy to get out of bed and interact with everybody. I'm not all the way there yet, but things are noticeably better. We made a plan to have another follow-up phone call again a day later to ensure that she continued on the right track and continued to improve. Now, some people would say, there is no way that one dose of medication can change depression, or even that this is a fake story. But I can't tell you the number of times that we have instituted this progesterone treatment protocol and women experience significant relief within 24 hours or less. I think it really goes to show that at least in the postpartum time frame, the hormone changes that are occurring can be so significant. 
Now, this is more than just being overwhelmed by caring for a newborn, and the amazing shift in symptoms after treatment can seem nothing short of miraculous. So let's talk a little about postpartum depression as far as an actual diagnosis. Worldwide estimates show that anywhere from 10 to 30% of women will suffer from postpartum depression within the first year after delivery. It is a bit more common in younger mothers and those who have a pre-existing diagnosis of depression or anxiety. Unfortunately, up to 50% of these women are not diagnosed by a healthcare professional, oftentimes causing a delay in appropriate treatment. Something else to consider is that women who have a miscarriage or stillbirth can also have postpartum depression, even if they didn't carry a baby to full term. So it's important to always be on the lookout for this. So how do we define postpartum depression? Now, as I mentioned, this is different than just the baby blues, which up to 50% of women experience within the first few days after delivery. Postpartum depression symptoms include lack of bonding with the baby, not wanting to get out of bed, severe fatigue, decreased interest in eating, and overwhelming feelings of sadness. Typically, when these symptoms, which have overlap with regular depression, last beyond two weeks and occur within that first year of time frame after the baby is born, we can have the diagnosis of postpartum depression. Now, there are certainly multiple situational factors that can play a role in this as well. And although it's not a direct correlation, some women who are going through more stressful situations can be affected more frequently by this. I commonly see that women who have multiple older children or those who don't have a supportive partner or are single mothers will deal with this much more significantly because the overwhelm just adds up that much more quickly. Unfortunately, there's no way to predict who will deal with postpartum depression or how they will respond to different treatments. So it's important to work with somebody who understands the diagnosis and different treatment options to make sure we get a plan in place that works best for you. So I've mentioned a few times that there are different treatment options, which is important because not every treatment is going to work for every individual. Now, the most commonly prescribed treatment that I utilize for postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety is still that dose of progesterone that we talked about with Emily. I love this as a treatment option because when it is effective, the change is so dramatic. We literally see a significant shift within 24 hours that can rapidly improve the quality of life and give a more optimistic outlook on the future. So a couple things about that progesterone dosage is that we always use bioidentical progesterone, which means that it's safe for mom long-term, and it's also safe if she is breastfeeding a baby. Now, generally, we don't see much change in any menstrual bleeding pattern if mom is still recovering from delivery. There are additional protocols to utilize in case things don't improve dramatically within 24 hours after the injection. Sometimes we will continue the injections for a few additional doses, and occasionally we prescribe progesterone capsules to be continued beyond that first few days of treatment. Now, the idea is to help manage that significant shift from having progesterone levels that are very elevated because of the presence of the placenta and manage the drastic drop in levels that occurs after delivery of the placenta. The other incredibly important piece here is that 
all women with postpartum depression or anxiety should be referred on to work with some type of a licensed counselor or therapist who specializes in this. Sometimes getting past the acute episode in order to be able to speak more clearly about what is going on needs to happen first, as was the case with Emily. But even after that, working with somebody who is trained on helping you to identify when things are not going well and giving you actionable tools that you can use when the anxiety or depression flare back up again is so critical. I want you to be able to recognize when things are not going well and know that you can have something to try at home when you notice things are headed in the wrong direction. Some women also benefit from group support or counseling and either in a professional manner or just being in community with other moms who are also in the same phase of life. Now, another lifestyle modification that we always recommend to try is helping you to get more exercise. Now, this can seem like the last thing that you would want to do if you're struggling with depression or anxiety, but it is a natural way to boost your serotonin levels, which helps with overall mood stability. Even a 10 to 15 minute walk once or twice a day can be incredibly helpful. I usually will tell women, put it on your calendar, set an alarm on your phone, whatever you need to do to make that commitment to do it, especially when you don't feel like it. Take baby along with you if you want or get help from somebody else to make sure that you can commit to this crucial part of your wellness especially in the postpartum timeframe when your needs will always be last if you don't prioritize them. Now, there are certainly cases of postpartum depression that do not respond to either the progesterone medication therapy or lifestyle changes. And there are times when I do recommend treatment with antidepressant or anti-anxiety medications. The important thing to understand here is that if mom is struggling in any way with her mental health in the postpartum timeframe, baby will also be affected, whether that's through that emotional bonding or whether it's through a decreased milk supply or a myriad of other things. It's most important to make sure that mom's health is in good shape. I have many women that don't want to be on any prescription strength medications. And while that may not be the answer for everyone, there are times when that is absolutely appropriate. Now, if you are breastfeeding or wanting to achieve another pregnancy soon, make sure that you communicate with your healthcare provider so they can choose appropriate medications that are safe for those scenarios. Being on medications does not need to be a lifelong thing after that postpartum time frame. And many women are able to get off of medications after a few months of stability and after they have additional lifestyle tools to be able to manage their symptoms. Again, I can't underscore, though, the importance of also working with a licensed mental health professional in addition to being on medications if you choose or need to go that route. So often I see that women are prescribed medications without the recommendation for any counseling or therapy. And it is incredibly challenged to change the trajectory of their mood long term. Now, this is especially important if you want to be able to get off of medications because you need to learn the tools in order to manage your symptoms if or when they return. Additionally, it's important to have good support in your community, whether that's through your partner, additional family members, close friends that are helping you to manage and get through this difficult time. 
Now, if someone you know or love, or if you yourself are struggling with what you think may be postpartum depression or anxiety, make sure to be talking with a healthcare professional who takes your concerns seriously. If you are interested in understanding if progesterone support or other treatments that we discussed today are appropriate for you, I would invite you to schedule an appointment with me to review further. Go to our website, radiantclinic.com, to learn how our care model for natural women's health care can benefit you. From our website, you may also schedule an in-person appointment to see me in the Cedar Rapids area or arrange for a telehealth visit if you live in the state of Iowa. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please share this podcast with someone in your life who would benefit from our services. Remember to subscribe to this podcast for more empowering content. I sincerely appreciate your support and I look forward to sharing more with you on our next episode of Cycle Wisdom.